Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help us with weight loss, being healthier, or living longer, better. Starting out today, I'm going to do a little history on hemp and then on to the CBD and what we're using today in that. But, you know, hemp is slowly returning to our lives, but oh my gosh, what a rich forgotten history we have with hemp. Some trivia that I love to make known, and I think we need to be aware of how history and science have historically been manipulated so we can be always be on the alert. Ancient sailors used ropes and sails made from hemp because it's much more durable than cotton. Even the sail material canvas comes from the word the Greek word for cannabis. The Gutenberg Bible was printed on hemp paper. The Declaration of Independence was written on hemp paper, maybe grown from hemp farmers, Thomas Jefferson or George Washington. First pair of jeans were made from hemp by Levi Strauss and Company in 1853. Even the first diesel engine was fueled by clean-burning hemp oil. But in the 1920s, even though 80% of our clothing was made from hemp, things were starting to change. It was about that time that the big titans of finance, Andrew Mellon, along with Carnegie, Rockefeller, and Hearst, who had their wealth in banking, paper from trees, synthetic textiles, plastic and oils, they wanted to protect their profits. And their interests, so they sought to control the market. So they launched a major smear campaign that was meant to demonize hemp and any other product derived from the cannabis plant. They produced the movie, if anybody's ever seen it, called Reefer Madness to influence the public, and the public was led to believe that all varieties of cannabis were dangerous and they were going to lead you down the path to hell, assuring that their oil and paper would succeed. Then in 1937, with the Marijuana Tax Act, the United States regulated and restricted the sale of all cannabis sativa. And I think it's interesting that at that time, the American Medical Association opposed the act because it highly taxed physicians, pharmacists, or anyone promoting, prescribing, or growing cannabis. Federal law didn't differentiate between all the different varieties of cannabis. You know, you've got the marijuana that has the THC, and then you have the hemp that has the CBD, All were effectively made illegal, even though hemp is a distinct variety. And there's a lot of confusion between these different cannabis, the marijuana and the hemp-derived CBD. Public is starting to understand, but in a nutshell, hemp-derived CBT has like less than 0.3% of THC. That's the psychoactive part that's associated with getting high that's in the marijuana. I mean, you can take like 800 more capsules of CBD and never get intoxicated, never get high, never never have any impairment at all. You might get an upset stomach, but you never get high. Hemp 
has very, very little THC, and marijuana has very little CBD. They are quite different. And you want to get the CBD that comes from the flower, just as a side thing. Now, law and cannabis policy was changed in the 2018 Farm Bill signed into act by President Trump. The new Farm Bill made hemp legal and distinguished it from marijuana, removed it from the Controlled Substance Act. Now, finally, we can do research on hemp and CBD and get a much better understanding of how CBD can benefit. I'm going to go through some of that research because it's pretty cool. We have found there are over 100 different active compounds in hemp. It's like a food, a whole medley of compounds that are beneficial. Terpenes and flavonoids and all sorts of things that I talk about all the time. It's a whole alphabet of cannabinoids, CBD, CBN, CBG, all of these compounds bind to receptors in your body like serotonin and dopamine. That's why CBD and hemp can help with so many things like stress and anxiousness and sleeplessness and pain. CBD was first discovered by Dr. Raphael Meshulin in Israel in 1993, not too long ago. And his quote is, I cannot list all the physiological systems and conditions affected by CBD because there are too many. And now, boy, the research is flooding in on CBD and it's turning biology upside down. Back in the day when we all took biology class, you know, and even in med school, there were only 11 major organ systems. You know, you remember the skeletal and the digestive and the cardiovascular. Well, add to the textbooks because now we have the endocannabinoid system that uses the CBDs. Its major role is to balance all the system, to bring what they call homeostasis, balance. You know, our body makes cannabinoids that helps us sleep and, you know, helps appetite and relaxing, keeps the brain healthy, keeps the metabolism and inflammatory and pain processes And it even helps protect our genes. What's really exciting is that our body makes these compounds, you know, especially when we do nice exercise or deeply relax with yoga or meditation or or prayer. You know, we will tell you a little bit more about that. But boy, you can produce your own in many different ways. But if you aren't sleeping well, if you're in a lot of pain, or if you're under a great deal of stress, or you're not eating well, sometimes the body doesn't, isn't able to make as much as we need. So we end up having an endocannabinoid deficiency, and then all the systems can get out of balance. You know, then there comes the CBD phytonutrient that you can add to your own natural production. In fact, Taking in CBD 
helps our body make its and keeps our own circulating longer so it can help balance things. It also, I think this is fascinating, it helps increase your body's production of the love hormone oxytocin. So it just makes your relationships better. But a deficiency can show up as pain or mental and emotional problems, migraines, fibromyalgia, even obesity, and the irritable bowel syndrome, sleep, post-traumatic stress disorders, and like everyday stress like we have. What, there's a huge example of endocannabinoid deficiency at you know the World Trade Center attacks on 9-11. Endocannabinoid levels were much, much lower in people that started having PTSD, suggesting sometimes people have an inability to reset their system after a traumatic event. So stress, you know, it's pretty much epidemic these days, and alcohol use has skyrocketed as a means to deal with stress. Prescriptions with significant side effects are being written by millions How much safer to help us deal with this? How much safer than alcohol and a lot of prescriptions if we can use a natural substance high in these CBDs to help balance the body's receptors? So first of all, I want to tell you what also you can do to help your body make its own CBD. And it's what I talk about every week. It's the epigenetics. It's how your environment is affecting your genes. You know, it's your diet. It's your lifestyle, nutrition. Those things can have a huge effect on how your body makes its own. First, we got to weed out the things that can cause disruption. And excess stress is one of them. You know, animal models show that when there is a lot of mental, emotional, or physical stress, you know, or like the 9-11 recovery, there's, there's problems. So, you know, we need to do things to daily manage our stress. We can't eliminate and we shouldn't eliminate all stress, but excess stress is bad because emotional stress, high stress hormones like cortisol can really keep your endocannabinoid receptors from working right. And I need to have two exclamation points there. You know, we have to eliminate as much negative stress as we can and encourage things that help us deal with that, like taking time in nature. You know, there is nothing like sitting in a woods, walking in nature, spending time with loved ones, just sitting outside, deep, slow breathing, things that make us feel good, make us feel connected. Second thing, oh my gosh, weeding out pesticides and plastics because they can disrupt how your receptors work. Plastic water bottles, plastic food containers contain phthalates that have been shown to block your own receptors. So for another reason, I say eat organic. Third thing, weed out excess alcohol. Daily chronic consumption can impair your body's own production of CBD. And, and then sugar also, an inflammatory non-food. So after you weed out these things like alcohol and sugar and stress, we get to add in good things that help. You know, like I said, spending time with nature, maybe yoga, meditation, acupuncture, chiropractic, 
massage, exercise, social support. You know, there was a human trial on chiropractic adjustments demonstrating an increase in endocannabinoids by over 168%. I know how I always breathe deeper after I get an adjustment. Other things you can do, dancing, talking with friends, family, all those things, it's good, you know. And next thing, dietary things, because things that in our diet help us make and use them, like healthy fats, omega-3, our body needs the healthy fats so we can make our own. Next thing, exercise that you enjoy. It's kind of interesting to note that exercise that you enjoy has benefits, So find something you like to do and do it often. I think that's interesting. You know, a little tidbit, another one on the body-mind connection. It has to be something that you smile and have fun doing. You know, I I know I'm always grinning when I'm out running and in nature. It's it. You definitely can see how your body just lights up. Okay. Now, finally, you know, we've got these herbs to the ex- to the rescue. You've got the whole CBD extract, the whole hemp extract that is got all of those phytonutrients, the terpenes, the flavonoids, because CBD is only one of 100 plus cannabinoids that all work together. You don't want to take the isolated. You want the whole plant extract. Research shows that it really does help with pain and helps pain meds work better. JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, National Institute of Health, say it is effective in pain relief with no problems with side effects when it's combined with pain meds. The state of Maine Medical Center found that opioid use went down 76%. Anxiety meds went down 71%. Depression meds went down 37%. Sleep meds went down 62%. Migraine meds went down 66%. And alcohol use went down 42%. Also, fibromyalgia, 62% of the people found that it worked better than Cymbalta or other meds that helped with the pain. Another study that came out of a pain clinic at the Indiana-Kentucky border found that 94% of the people that added in CBD to their normal nutrient regimen, 94% said their quality of life improved, their sleep quality improved, and their mood improved. And that was with a modest dose of about 30 milligrams of whole CBD. That is pretty modest. How much happier is the liver when we don't have to detoxify all of those drugs? Or if you can stop regular use of alcohol. Oh, my gosh. So we got to weed out the bad and feed and seed the healthiest endocannabinoid system. You know, what we know about the endocannabinoids has been shown that it helps the body deal with stress, with fear, depression, insomnia, with pain. So let's talk about dose. They they recommend we start with a low dose and add slowly. 
you know, we're waking up those CBD receptors. And sometimes we have to be a little patient with them. So maybe start with 10 milligrams and a dose is going to last about eight hours. So start with that maybe and then add if you need to. Sometimes for pain, People will take between 10 and 30 milligrams one to three times daily. And then for sleep at bedtime, you know, wonderful, safe options we have at the shop now. You know, just today, I have talked with people that have weaned off anxiety meds, sleep medicine, pain medicine, and told me their life is almost normal for the first time in a long time. That's why I love herbs. They are so amazing. Blends for sleep exercise recovery, sleep, calming. I said sleep twice there because I think it's that important. Wellness. And also we have THC-free ones in case, you know, we have people in law enforcement or um, need to be able to pass any kind of a test that you would even would find the minutest amount of THC. We also have topicals for local pain relief, uh, capsules, liquids, gummies, all the highest quality and always at 20% off. Well, thanks again for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. CBD can be a powerful tool in our natural medicine toolbox. I hope you learned something today that will help you or someone you love. As always, if you want to listen to this again or other episodes of Today's Nutrition, go to my website, debford.com or on iTunes. Thanks for listening and have a fun, stress-free day nourishing your endocannabinoid system.